0: You are listening to the Foamy Heads podcast where
1: we discuss craft beer and anything else that accompanies a glass.
2: It is the Foamy Heads back in the studio, Mitch and Rich hanging out on the mics today with our special guest coming up joining us in just a few moments. Whether this is your first happy hour or you decide to come back for another round, grab a beer, sit back, and relax. Follow us on our social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at the Foamy Heads. Then head over to our website, www.thefoamyheads.com, to check out all things Foamy. While you're there, hit the beer blog to see our thoughts on some of the less available brews that Mitch and Rich have been drinking lately. You can also find all of our episodes archived on the website as well. If we don't broadcast to your favorite podcast app, hit the contact us page and let us know. Mitch.
1: Yes. What's up? <laughs> it's been a busy work day today, so I'm glad to uh, start drinking beer. Yeah. And it's Friday.
2: It is. It is Friday. It's been a long-ass week. Yeah. I know you've got a lot going on with moving stuff Mm -hmm. around, stuff like that, so I'm sure you're glad to just sit back and relax and have some beers today.
1: Definitely. This is uh, one of the last, I guess, recordings we're going to have in this office. Yeah.
2: And then we'll be moving to your new studio, probably. Yeah. That's awesome. It'll be a good
1: time. I've been there once. Yeah. It looks more like a bunker than here. It really is down like underneath you have to go (laughs) down down the driveway and like around the corner so it's an office building you know maybe five miles from here yeah and it's uh it's from like the 70s so it'll be good for the apocalypse which we're (laughs) inevitably headed towards yeah the carpet's already ready for more spilled beer we'll put it that way that's good (laughs) there's some work to be done in that space to make it more lively like this one yeah we'll make it work yeah we always do um excited Hmm. Today,
2: uh, we have a special guest with us today, Emily from Highwire. Hello. All the way from well, you don't live in Asheville, but no. you rep for Highwire in Asheville. Yes. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
3: So I've been in the uh, beer game for almost eight years now. Started off as a uh, beer manager at a liquor store in Murfreesboro. Did that for about two and a half. I was a local rep for Blackstone Brewing. Shout out! Still oh. love the hopjack. Jack. And uh, now I've been with High Wire Brewing about two and a half years, about to be three in January, and I can't believe it—it's already almost January,
2: (laughs) (laughs) 2022. Right for the record, I'm
3: still like emotionally, like kind of going through 2020, Hmm. Um, and so it's just kind of like, (laughs) how are we already here? (laughs) I
1: know 2020 really dampened my timeline. Yeah, because I'll say, yeah, last year I did, two years ago I did this one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 2020 you don't was need 2020 a, to blur. Yeah, yeah. Just, I don't, nobody wants to live through
2: 2020 again. No. I don't think. Obviously, if there were some things we could do to what? go back and do differently, we probably would. That might help us avoid the situation we're uh, in now. One thing
1: 2020 that uh, in 2020 that was good for me was that nobody got me sick. Yeah. Nobody coughed on me. I was just home. Lucky and, bastard. Uh, healthy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not all of us here have that same story. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But, yeah. Uh, working for a web-based company. Everything's virtual. Home. Well, yeah. I'll say this. Yeah. I mean, I was
3: in the same boat as you, but mm. I'm in all the places. I mean, Highwire was amazing to me. They. I was never laid off. I was never furloughed. Um, the most I had was I had two weeks of just doing halftime of wow. that basically just... Was me texting accounts, being like, mm. hey, I know everything is bad right now. I'm here for you. And, you know, kind of moving on from that, just trying to check in as I can. Um, so I've been in, you know, throughout 2020, 2021, I've been in all the places mm. that they tell you, don't go, don't go to bars, don't <coughs> go to restaurants, liquor stores, don't be out and about and I haven't caught COVID yet, like knock on wood. Knock on wood. Now I'm vaccinated, so I hope I don't have to go through that. <laughs> You're right, exactly. yeah. um, As soon as I said it, I'm going to be, you know, I'm probably going to have COVID next week. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, you know, it's so weird how it, you know, affected people. Yeah. You know, it was always very just not, you, you couldn't tell. Right. You know, it was, you could have been coughed on at the grocery store, could have touched a door handle. Who
1: yeah, knows? yeah.
2: I imagine and I'm I'm very interested to get into more of that story especially like how you during that time how you were kind of getting out and doing things and how you were keeping yourself safe but still being out in the public as we kind of crack open these beers but it sounds to me that never got like you said you never Never got got, COVID you were good played it safe.
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, so um, not o- I was a little neurotic throughout the entire thing <clears throat> just because I didn't want to have to be the person to have to call, yeah. you know, Jack Brown's in Murfreesboro and be like, hey, Haley, you have to shut down because mm-hmm. I just got COVID. And, but I would have to do that for the entirety of Tennessee. Yep. Um, so I would get tested once a month, twice a month if I got in, ah. in contact with someone. So I was not only doing everything, wear your mask, mm. socially distance, whatever, but I was also getting tested a lot. Um, just to be extra safe and extra sure
2: can't be too
1: safe these days That's right that's right
2: um while beer doesn't apparently keep you from having covid i found out the other day that just because you have alcohol in your system doesn't burn away the virus we can still drink it tonight totally that was a terrible (laughs) terrible way of saying i want to drink some fucking beer right now good segue oh that was terrible i'm so sorry for that it's all good yeah well what are we drinking anyway We've I, got four?
3: Four, yeah. yeah. Uh, I would start off with that Oktoberfest that I brought. Circus. Mm, Fest. So this is Highwire's Wire's Zircus Fest. Fest. Um, it is available now and in draft-in cans at your local liquor store or favorite bar. Um, you can make me some money by asking for it. Uh, so this 6%, it's uh, a gold medal winner. Um G- gabf Ooh. in 2016 for uh oktoberfest
2: that's saying something when you can win a gabf award
3: especially for something like an oktoberfest yeah since every everybody does it
1: everybody <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know i i still just you know again knock on wood never have to sell a pumpkin beer again so
1: oh man <laughs> i wonder so i have seen some pumpkin beers return, like the pumpkin of course yep. and southern schlafly and Chilofley. whatnot yeah, yeah. Blackstone. I
2: did not know you repped for Blackstone for. How a did while. you not?
3: That's where I went after uh, Stones I, for,
2: for whatever, it might, so my mind is saying you left straight from Stones River, Total Beverage in Murfreesboro, and went straight into Highwire. But oh God, that's that not the awesome. case. No, didn't know that.
3: Well, you know, I have to have that a uh, nice little, you know, check mark on my resume. There you go. Mm. Um, and you know, Blackstone was an amazing brewery to work for. um You were there I, how long? Uh, about a year and a half. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. So it really helped me kind of get my foot in the door with, you know, understanding what to do as a beer rep. Kind of understanding more of the brewing process. And like we were talking about earlier before the podcast began. Um. I I thought I knew a lot, and then I became a beer rep, and then I realized I didn't know shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is most like I can I can attest to Emily's record. That is not one. That is not true. 100. percent She knew a good amount about a lot of stuff. <laughs> you know that's. <laughs> <laughs> but she ended up when she went, when you went over to Highwire, you yep. now know lots about one particular brewery. That's true. So that's good. Which is, by the way, Highwire probably in my top. Uh, I like Highwire. They're, they I love those guys. We've been, Mitch and I have been to uh, the Knoxville location, the mm-hmm. new tap room that they just opened up. I've been to both locations, Asheville, Big Top, and whatever South the slope. other it's South the, Slope yeah. thank you yeah so which big, one's the original
3: uh, South Slope that's why. so thought. that's the smaller downtown one um, and that's where we do our sour facility okay um, so that's where this big old bomber the 750 came Oof, in so nice. that's uh, so we were able to when we got bigger kind of make that into our sour facility we opened up the big top which is our production but now we have let's see how many tap rooms South Slope big top we have one in Durham Wilmington North Carolina um, Knoxville and we're opening up Louisville Kentucky okay and hopefully in the next couple weeks good I for Highwire. Wow. oh yeah I mean it's the the tap rooms are their babies they they absolutely love like being able to you know have a state that's been treating Highwire really well like mm-hmm. Tennessee or Kentucky and then being like all right we're here now yeah we have we, ha- we have a zip code <laughs> 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 you gotta Don't buy even have- more of us <laughs> yeah
2: mm-hmm. the um Knoxville location. Oh, yeah. so that was cool. the place where you had you and I had the uh, cryo cryo, it was the IPA. Yep. Wore, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was killer. It was awesome. Yeah. It was really good. I like cryo hops for whatever reason. I don't know if it's just the the sticky, kinda like the super yeah. dense taste of, of hop, but I know it sounds cheesy, but it tastes like really well, ice cold to me. It's like, like the it,
3: condensed milk of IPAs. Yeah. You know? It's a good <laughs> way of putting yeah. it. <laughs>
2: the condensed milk of IPAs. <laughs> yeah. oh, that works. Definitely circus Fest, Oktoberfest, uh Malty and Crisp from Highwire. What's the ABV on this? Six percent. Okay, wow. This okay.
3: is my favorite beer that Highwire makes out of everything that we've ever done. Um I am marks. I am an Oktoberfest freak. I oh. love they're my favorite style overall. But I also think that as you get more and more into the beer scene, you suddenly, it's not all about the, how hoppy can I make this IPA? Right. How stout can I make this barrel-aged whatever? It's more, do you have a logger? Right. Do you have a pilsner? Do you have a pilsner?
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Those true styles start resurfacing.
3: Yes. And I, you know, there's a huge resurface in loggers mm-hmm. and pilsners, but october Fest will always be my little my little love baby
1: i'm getting back into them i miss one Octoberfest in particular but I'll, I'll get back into that in a minute yeah <laughs> oh yeah i know which one you're talking about okay. it, it was kind of a weird one yeah but. which one is it dragon hosen out. yeah Who? dragon hosen that was the name of the beer it was a boulder I think it was a boulder oh yeah. it was 10 percent
3: heard a boulder beer mentioned in a while
2: yeah i, well, think they I don't kind of I don't the think they distribute much here anymore no
3: R.I.P. yeah mm-hmm, uh, I think mm-hmm. they're still around just not in Tennessee
1: right Yeah, I think they only sell locally now they might have
2: I know they've scaled back a lot yeah. I don't yeah. know if they just do local yeah but it was that was the highest gravity Oktoberfest it was like 10 point something yeah percent for an October n- Fest. it, it was, was a 9 weird. Or 10 I mean it was a one and done yeah, yeah. for sure <laughs> yeah it was super tasty nostalgia could be playing a part of it you could know because that was years and years and years ago yeah um there have been a lot more beer since then, yes. But the child
1: in us is going.
2: <laughs> I remember having this high alcohol beer, and it was amazing. Well,
1: uh, high alcohol beer at the time was like the thing too. Yeah. It started creeping into Tennessee because the high gravity laws sure. here changed 6% and everything. Or yeah. Yeah. So. Oh
3: yeah and like one week all the local beers went from six two to six seven yeah <laughs> like yes. just immediately strangely <laughs>
1: <Yeah.
2: Yep. laughs> as, as if,
3: as uh-huh. if it been because six, it was always six two
2: right. <laughs> until it wasn't right yeah
1: <laughs> we just didn't talk about it that's <laughs> right <laughs> i'm gonna take a sip of this beer let's do it the, yeah. it had a pretty good foamy head on i like it.
2: the smell of it very caramely um Nah, caramely may not be the word for it.
3: I've um, i I've always thought I had this really nice light honey biscuit.
2: Mm-hmm. Honey. Um, that's yep. what it is.
3: Mm-hmm. And then what I love about it, too, is that even for an Oktoberfest, sometimes they can be a little sweet. That mm-hmm. has a really dry finish. And for me, I just want those dry finishes on my beer because I want to drink more of it.
2: I do notice that a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of people, when they're brewing Oktoberfest, they move towards more of the caramely and like, the sweeter side of it. Yeah. And that's not what originally when i was drinking oktoberfest that's not what i was used to so as these kind of started coming out more and more they're getting sweeter and sweeter i was like oh that's that's well, not the oktoberfest i you were used, used
3: to a 10% one so i don't know how much we can trust your <laughs> good
2: point <laughs> not used to a 10% had it twice could never find it again yeah but that being said Dragon Hosen had a way of having a higher ABV without being overly sweet as well yeah. they somehow figured out a way to mask it from what I remember again yep. it's been 8 years Eight yeah. years. Yeah. I should have
3: brought you our double high pitch so oh. we came out with um, a little bit ago a 9% IPA um that is so smooth mm-hmm. um i had a couple sample cans in my fridge and my husband just steals me out of house and home um <laughs> and he drank a couple and, it, and he drinks everything like it's water so mm-hmm. he drank a couple of them in like 30 minutes and he, he looked up and he's like "Emily why am i drunk?" What is going on? But it's, it's double, on <laughs> it is so smooth, so great, but we also have it in six pack uh, cans, twelve ounce cans for the same price point as everything else. Oh, nice. So nine ninety nine for mm. a six pack of twelve ounce nine percenters. Nice. Like we're just trying to kill people. Well that's right. a price yeah. point right there yeah. that's
2: easy to get into. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ten bucks, that doesn't break the bank at all and you no. get a good time out of it. It's mm-hmm.
1: a liquid bat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right to the head. <laughs> you
3: know, I've always thought that, you know, we can have our cool beers that cost, you know, mm. 16 17 dollars for a 750 we can mm. have our 20 four packs but at the end of the day like i know when i'm going to a liquor store grocery store i'm trying to find just a good beer that tastes fine and that yeah. i can put in my fridge right
2: yeah. right i agree yeah. this fits the bill too by the way oh this I is killer love it. it's awesome yeah, yeah. <clears throat> not overly sweet i get you're right the honey kind of yep. on the end but it is a drier finish mm-hmm. and i like that I you keep see having to. Beer, right? I keep having to like yeah. take more sips because I'm like something doesn't taste right, something doesn't feel right. Yeah. It's the dryness uh-huh. at the end. Going, just take another sip, just take another sip. So It'll be okay. We
3: call that in the beer rep industry depletions. Depletions. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. You just keep if you just keep drinking, that'll make us more
2: money. <laughs> <laughs> There's an official word for it, depletions. Yeah, I'm a professional depleter. You know, you're doing the Lord's work. Over That's here. what I'm doing, man. <laughs> I'm a depletionist.
1: So what I was put on this world to do. <laughs> This is great, man. Yeah, Love so yeah. even the description on here, it matches it, mm-hmm. it just right. I almost wish it did say honey biscuit together. Like you yeah. yeah, like you said, because it really does. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. it does make me think of well, a Well for biscuit. me
3: it's like, let's just make Oktoberfest year round, rename it Honey Biscuit Lager, be mm-hmm. done with it. Let me have my thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes.
2: And I don't understand Oktoberfest like and I again, maybe I'm I don't know, but it's odd to me that Oktoberfests are coming out and like late July and done. August mm, and yeah. things like that and what started that I wonder because
3: uh, two words yeah Sam Adams
2: that's okay <laughs> <laughs> I think I know that yeah because yep. yeah, okay because back in the day they didn't have uh, what was it they had their Oktoberfest and they had winter lager mm-hmm. and then they had they ended up having to come up with something in between because one year they ended up hitting they ended up running out of something early so Probably they launched
3: Oktoberfest hmm.
2: they launched yeah. Oktoberfest early they ran out of it and then they had to brew something else, or they might have just jumped into Winter Lager. You're right. I had a feeling yep. it was Sam Adams, but I didn't <laughs> want to say that because
1: I didn't know for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Sam Adams! Wow.
3: Yep. Um, well, I mean, it's a, a combination of a lot of things. I just, if I can blame Sam Adams, I'm gonna, I'm gonna blame Sam Adams. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. COVID, Sam Adams. <laughs> <laughs> Any election that doesn't go your way, Sam, Sam Adams. Adams. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Gosh, that's really good. This is one I could definitely keep drinking back oh, yeah. to back.
2: I want to drink the whole can, but I don't know if I should because
1: I got I, I have more. Them. As it turns out. Oh Christ! <laughs> <laughs> Let's get through the gamut. Yeah, and maybe we can,
2: yeah I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do good, but man, that's killer. I like that. Um, <clears throat> one question, actually, uh-huh. a comment. You mentioned double high pitch. Yes. Uh, and there's a triple high pitch as well. And I enjoyed it for the first time the other night. Oh, that's and right. It is way different than Double High Pitch. Mm. Yes, and it not it's it's really good for the record. It's, I'm not saying it's different as in not as good. It's a different kind of good than Double High Pitch, and which is already different from the regular High Pitch, just mm-hmm. because I don't think it's just the change in ABV, but maybe it is. I don't know. But High oh. Pitch, Double High Pitch, to me was a lot easier to drink than obviously triple high pitch for various reasons, but it didn't it tasted different. Yeah. I don't know why that is. But it was really good.
0: Hmm.
1: I, I saw your picture, but I didn't look too deep into it. I'll have to I'll have to look back and see what were there different hops possibly or
3: so the uh all of them have like a different variation of hops. They just okay. all have like mosaic as their hmm. base kind of hop. Um, that way, you know, like high pitch mosaic IPA just has mosaic and centennial double high pitch has some sort of variation of a couple others. And then triple was like, um, some Cryro, uh, a, uh, there's, there's, yeah. So we, so don't think I'm a bad rep. There's just that we make so many beers. Sometimes those hops can just blend together and some sort of fever dream.
1: (laughs) There's so there's but the
3: uh yeah but the triple high pitch we made for our eighth anniversary so oh cool we are only eight years old which wow. is crazy okay. to me and um, to have
2: that many tap rooms and like yeah. locations yes and that big of a footprint yes.
3: we're in that's nine pretty states.
1: good nine states yeah nine states
2: yeah
1: <laughs> eight years eight years wow. nine states um
3: we are very lucky to have a the the owners the management everybody who's supporting from the ground up is just a phenomenal group of people, and mm. um, they—they've just been, you know, nose to the ground, working as hard as they can. So I'm, yeah, they—they're just fantastic people who mm. really uh, did things from the ground up.
2: Ah, that's awesome. Yep. I found the triple high oh, good. pitch. Tell Mosaic. me what I should know. <laughs> <laughs> mosaic you were right on on i think all you did was miss one i mean okay, like cool. you named all the other ones mosaic centennial columbus cryo and zithos,
3: zithos. i wanted to say zithos but yeah. i'm scared to be wrong
2: i haven't heard of zithos i don't i haven't i haven't ever had it For it was a very interesting beer to say the least like it mm-hmm. was it was almost su- sweeter but not due to being booziness like it, i don't think it was sweeter due to higher abv although I mean, yeah, one, That's
3: naturally going to happen. It's yeah, like, it's, mm. it's going to, yeah. Up that ABV.
2: And I think it's more than 10%. I think it was like 12. 12.5? 12 five. 12 five, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I had one and I was feeling it. And I was yeah. like, I'm done for the night. That oh, was gonna yeah. Be it. it was super good. But, yeah, double high pitch. One of my favorite IPAs. I yeah. love that thing.
3: And uh, we're actually going to start you off next, I guess, with just our regular high pitch. Mm-hmm. So... Um, mm. the. <coughs> She no probably, right.
2: She brought tall boys of these too. So the reason I
3: brought the top, <laughs> oh. this is our core like workhorse. This is the one that you know makes us the money. Six point seven percent that mosaic and centennial IPA. Um, but we did a change this year um, that has been really has worked out really well for us, where we changed our high pitch into 16 ounce six packs oh. for the same price point.
2: 16 ounce six packs. Yes. Not four packs.
3: Six six packs wow so you know 9.99 10.49 six pack of tall boys you can't go wrong with that no. especially for the high pitch 10 bucks yeah and you know um for your for your viewers as a little sneak peek into 2022 we're Ooh. hoping at some point to just go for all of it so oh that'd be great Wow. pink lemonade Oktoberfest, double <laughs> high pitch you know i mean the lager is already in those 60 ounce six packs as well um just because it's you know People are still watching their wallets right now. It's mm-hmm. been a you know tough year, <laughs> tough two years. Yeah. Two years, yeah,
2: <laughs> and still counting. It yep. seems. Yes. You
3: know, so uh, for us, you know, it's definitely more of that volume-based approach.
2: I know that. So uh, we've done the um, one of the one of my f- the series that I like to get into is the hazy and juicy and hoppy and fresh. Yes. Um, that appears to me now. You're the expert. Keep me honest, but that appears to be kind of like the experimental IPA series of high wire. Yep. Tell me a little bit about how that works. Like, is there a like? There have been multiple iterations of it since. Is the is the idea just make a batch and then be done with it and then try something new? Because I've never really seen, to my knowledge, the same hazy and juicy, hoppy and fresh version come out more than once. Like it's a one and done, but I don't know if there's plans to kind of like restart or if it's just an experimental series. Huh.
3: So basically we started off with that it was just to make sure that a brewers didn't get bored to death. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, there's only so many hop variations, but then there's also, like you said, like I've never heard of zythos before. Mm-hmm. Well, there's all of these cool hops that we can only get in these smaller quantities. Um, because they're either expensive, ah. hard to get, hard to source, whatever. Um, so that's kind of our way of, one, kind of helping the brewers always do something new and something fresh, and then, two, for them just to play around <laughs> with whatever we can get. Um, so that's why there's always the same, the same kind of batch of we want this to be a you know, mm. 7.5% hazy IPA. Go wild. This is what we have. Right. And um, yeah. it's, you know, I, I think playing around with beer and playing around with the hop variations is a sort of, artistry of itself mm-hmm. right of trying to like pick and choose all right we can have you know this much uh you know centennial and this much citra and this much galaxy and you know here's one that comes from mexico that we can only get a bag of go wild right. so and it's been it's been uh i i've loved that series because yeah. especially for me um on some of these hops that are harder to get you know you're like what does that taste like
2: well, it gives yeah. you an opportunity yeah. to try them.
3: Yeah, to kind of be like, oh, okay, so that has more of a, you know, tropical notes. That's more papaya. That's more piney. That's more whatever.
2: The can always looks the same. The colors are different. Mm. So I, yeah. I can never, I can never remember the hops that I've had in any of the previous <laughs> versions. I just remember going, that one's purple. I haven't yeah. had that one before. That one's <laughs> orange. I haven't had that one before. And so I always end up spending my money at Total Beverage or, um, I guess that's really where i go right now it's just where i work there's a couple of places i can go to but um total beverage is kind of the easiest and the the biggest selection for me to get to and they've always got the newest hazy juicy hoppy and fresh they've got the 10w40s which is kind of like i think your experimental stout series yeah it's
3: basically our um you know a, a base stout or 10w40 which is you know chocolate and vanilla yeah. um eight percent mm. you know 10w40 it's like motor oil right mm-hmm. and then we're just like again it's just like all right um what do we want to do with it caramel cool let's do a caramel mm. 10 dub um what do we got uh this is like a we want to do a jelly donut version cool let's do that oh it's Marty girl. all right let's do the whatever baby cake, whatever nice. shit, you know? Yeah, Always and different kinds. Always different.
2: Yeah. <laughs> always different kinds. This smells great.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, I could smell it after opening. Mm-hmm.
2: It's got a fresh hop taste. I know that sounds very like oh, it's very basic, but it's like this, oh duh. This <laughs> smells this smells like when you're walking because breweries have a very distinct yes like smell when you walk into them. You can taste you can smell kind of like yeah. beard iris has that <clears throat> that scent also when you walk in you're like wow it smells like worked like it just smells like young beer mm-hmm. yeah. you know and it's got a very distinct taste or a distinct smell this smells like if i were walk into a brewery and i just smell a, like hops in an ipa mm-hmm. this is what i would imagine it smells like and it smells great i it's love the it brewery air yeah the brewery air
3: well you know there's something to be said about just having that traditional American IPA. You mm-hmm. got, you know, the grapefruit, kind of the dank earthy undertones to it, but it's just at the end of the day, it's you're you know what you're gonna get with this IPA.
0: Yeah.
3: Um and for me in this world of, you know, crazy, you know, just hazy, juicy, hoppy fresh of mm. all these, you know, IPAs that are, you know, way um just forward thinking, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's just the West Coast style IPA. Yep. Yeah. That's the tried and true. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I think we're having, you know, just with loggers and pilsners, I think we're having another resurgence of the West Coast as well, which I'm
1: pumped. (laughs) Yes. It's been a while.
3: Yeah. And I love my hazies too, but I can only drink so many of them.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. The hazies kind of died on me a little bit, but I do enjoy a select few, you know, Mm -hmm. that come to mind locally.
2: Well, the hazies, the hazies are, hazies have a special place in my heart, but like I can't sit down and have two or three hazies like over a session because i just i feel ugh, like i just yeah. feel yep. full i feel like it's too much west coast ipas typically very much higher in abv and <laughs> yes. you know hoppy or whatever <laughs> but tastes more refreshing you know sometimes they're a little bit more, dank. Yeah. They're yeah. more the dank they're hoppy or whatever but i feel like i can have a little bit more and this one's no except 6.7 yeah Mm-hmm. See, yeah. six
3: point anything seven and under I consider a good day. It's a yes. yeah, <laughs> yes. It's a
2: it's a it's it's funny how the needle has moved over the years because oh, yeah. we were talking about, especially in Tennessee, mm-hmm. when you know, high gravity used to be anything what six point three and above. Yep. So I mean like Bud Light Platinum <laughs> was the, the most you could get at a grocery so store. Wild. Yeah, and then you had to go to, you know, so like Dogfish Head wasn't distributing here. Of course they pulled back previously just because there were supply chain issues but um you couldn't find any of the higher abv higher gravity beers and grocery stores you had to go to the other side right you know to the liquor store because oh you know 6.3 was the devil <laughs> right <laughs> and i feel like that held back a lot of a lot of breweries not mm-hmm. just from <clears throat> not just from brewing but maybe just distributing into tennessee i'm sure i mean there were other states oh, that yeah, would gladly absolutely. accept mm-hmm. You know, that kind of stuff. And Tennessee's always just a little bit further behind the ball than, than other states are. Um, but once that rule was released, it was like, whew, you know, all, yeah. the, all of a sudden yeah. Dogfish Head was back and all of a sudden people started releasing tons and tons of different beers. And this one wouldn't have this one wouldn't have made it. Six point seven. It wouldn't have you wouldn't now you can find it in grocery stores now. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: It's it's a whole different world once that mm-hmm. changed. It it was it was very interesting. I was so used to going out of state to get the beers I wanted. Yeah, and we used then to have to like, dry,
2: cross over the Kentucky line to get like Dogfish Head. <laughs> yeah. back in the 120
1: minute days, I took the long way and went all the way to Atlanta, <laughs> <laughs> like Buckhead and everything. I was just like, oh, I'll go there. Yeah, there's a, there's a cool little store like right outside Chattanooga in Georgia, in Georgia mm-hmm. that's got good selections too. But I haven't been there in a long time, thanks to everything that changed. So, but fucking <laughs> COVID. Yeah. You know
3: what's funny is that you know y'all were driving across state lines to pick up all this craft beer, mm-hmm. dogfish Head, mm-hmm. whatnot. I remember when I worked at Stones River, people would drive across state lines for Yingling. Whoa! Because, for Yingling? Yeah, because there's a lot of states that don't carry <laughs> Yingling, so people what? would drive to Tennessee and pick up like a truck full of Yingling suitcases.
1: Wow. <laughs> like for personal just, For
3: personal oh, yeah man. I mean I would hope so I guess I mean, Yeah I mean but you I- <laughs>
1: know. <damn. laughs> <laughs> <There, there>, wow <laughs> I mean, you gotta drink a lot of Yingling. I they're mean. just
3: like selling Yingling twelve packs on the side of the road, when whatever uh, state yeah. they're
1: in, like yeah, it. Like, no, <laughs> no, I got it. They open
3: up their like their,
1: call their,
2: the plug. Their
3: jacket and they have bottles of Yingling. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no offense
2: to Yingling, but it's Yingling. Like it's it's you can get it everywhere now. Well,
3: well here in Tennessee, you can, but um, I forget which states, but it, it's close to it's close to here where it's still not available.
1: It's my favorite wedding beer. Because <laughs> usually that's an option, but well, um. I mean,
3: I'll say this: my go-to dive bar order is mm. a Miller High Life and a shot of Jameson. Same,
1: there's yes. There's Miller High Life yes. and a shot of Jameson. You
3: know, there's nothing wrong with that. All right, and I, I know who I am as there a person. You go. There you go. <laughs> and it's a Miller High Life and a shot of Jameson.
1: <laughs> that's kind of like that goes all the way to my early twenties, right there. Yeah, you know, I was like, sometimes you just got to go back. Yeah, yeah. Hey, no shade. <laughs> I think my go-to,
2: because stay on that interesting subject real quick. Um, Back when my, my go-to back when I was initially drinking, initially drinking craft beer was, um, I'm trying to blue moon. Mm. And for whatever reason, what beers hit me right back in the day, I just was oh yeah, I love it. Give me an orange. And then I had one the other day. I was like, (laughs) it's <laughs> not what i remember rememberingly i mean uh blue moon
1: tasting mm-hmm. like and i was like maybe it was shock top so i popped a shock Man. top and i went nope that wasn't it either <laughs> yeah last time i had a, a high life and jameson i there was a bar called salvation like in uh i can't remember if it was printer's alley or not but i i went there i got I did the order and when I had the shot of Jameson some lady that towered me like by a foot was hammered and was like Jameson that's a man's drink <laughs> and then the whole like body wobble happening on your chest. yeah I was like yep <laughs> It went on my way but I was just like that person's fucked like <laughs> it was a wild thing that that club was weird it, it was like a Nashville I never knew it had a goth scene, you know. So Nashville has a goth. I don't know if it does anymore because uh. I, you know, yeah, older now, but <laughs> old as fuck now. Yeah, but yeah, it was a fun little club, but it was just entertaining to see all sorts of different personalities in there. But yeah, I mean, it, there was like the little like wave dances <laughs> and. But then there was that person. Uh, so yeah, I was yeah. like, there's there's an eclectic group coming in here. Because oh. some people are trying to figure it out, I guess. It's right in a prime spot, you know, an alley. With uh, several other different shops around. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, uh, whatever, it's fun. So uh, one of my friends really liked the club. So we were hanging out there. And it's just a fun time. I kind of miss those kind of random places now but nashville keeps changing it yeah i don't know what's in nashville anymore it's weird
3: i mean just throw a rock find out
1: i know right <laughs> <laughs> you'll Got find to.
3: something that's good
1: yeah uh,
2: whiskeyreviewer.com has five beer and shot combos you need to try okay Jameson and Miller High Life actually made the list. Really? Do you, yeah. Do you drop it in there and chug it? or Oh, do you no. Do I'm not a monster. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry.
3: No. I, I have pride.
2: Emily's about to come <laughs> across the table over here. At me. <laughs> I'm a sophisticated individual, Richard. <laughs> I'm bring out
3: my little pint That's of Jameson right. Right. Yeah. right now. Go, go,
2: go, go, go. Okay. Well, all right. What
3: are they? I'm, I'm curious.
2: Well, uh, okay. So, number one, Sam Adams, Summer Ale, and Basil Hayden bourbon basil hayden yeah basil Hayden. i mm. basil hayden is my like bottle that i drink if i have old fashions oh. i like basil yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't haven't say had it
3: them. i would be like you know what would pair really well with this basil hayden <laughs> right. <laughs> right.
2: <Yeah. laughs> sam adams <laughs> blame sam adams uh. keep going number two founders porter and lagavulin 16 year how huh. would you disrespect lagavulin like that I love Lagavulin. But Founders Porter and Lagavulin. So that's number two. Interesting. Number three, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale and Maker's Mark. Oh, done. Yeah?
3: Yeah. absolutely. Okay. That, w- that would have been great. I probably would have replaced Maker's Mark, not because I don't like it. It's a little sweet for me. Okay. Um, But I would replace it with Four Roses.
1: Maybe Angel's Envy, too. I like Four Roses. Yeah.
3: But, you know, just as like... Because the Sierra Nevada Pale Ale is actually my favorite beer on this mm. planet. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then Four Roses is like... it's It's... It's, it's just it's just solid yeah you got know? A like, it's it not, mm-hmm. no one's that ever excited batch. about it yeah but it's always a good good yes. sh- shelf mm-hmm. good shelf bourbon yes. good shelf <laughs> bourbon
2: number four this one kind of makes sense guinness and jameson all right all right uh and then of course number five miller high life and uh jameson oh. i'm sorry uh yeah you said Jameson? Yeah. Miller High Life and Jameson. Yeah, okay. I just want to make sure I got that right. Hey. Top five. Hey. You made the top five.
3: You know, that's that's what all I've I strived for in life is to be number five <laughs> in Indiana's I literally topic. typed in Miller High Life <laughs> and
2: Jameson and like top five whiskey reviewer combos popped Check up. Check the author.
3: Life. Okay. Emily O'Gwen. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like this beer. This one's really good. It's an mm-hmm. easy drinker. For six point seven, it's it's oh, yeah. really easy to drink.
3: No, if I drink two for lunch, my day is ruined.
2: You get to have beer for lunch? Yeah. It's liquid I bread, man. I a great man. job, it's man. It's true. It's like peanut butter and jelly sandwich, except <laughs> instead
0: of bread, it's beer.
1: <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's really good. Oh. It's got like malty, hoppy, and a little bit of dankiness in it. I, I enjoy it. Well, IPA dry hopped with
2: mosaic and centennial. Mm. And it's
3: about 75% mosaic, 25% centennial. Only because mm. those 100% mosaic beers can be a little chewy. Mm-hmm. So that uh, centennial really helps balance it out.
2: Nice. Centennial hops have a very unique flavor, yeah. I have found. I've, I've had... I've had a couple of, the, uh, I'm trying to remember. I've never had a single hop Centennial beer before.
3: Founders hmm. used to make one ages ago, and I don't know if it's still around.
2: That's true. It was literally just called Centennial yep. IP, Founders Hop yep. Centennial, right? Mm-hmm. Or Founders Centennial. Yep. Huh. I remember that now. Well oh, wonderful.
3: And I really liked that beer, too.
2: I have had it before. So, ah. once again, Emily's right. I'm
1: wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the legend stands. The legend continues. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? About time for a rinse break? Yeah, coming up on it, what are your final thoughts on this one? Ooh,
2: um, it is very good. Dry hopped with mosaic and centennial. I taste both. Mm. Uh, for six point seven percent, it's actually very smooth drinking. It's very easy to drink. Um, not that six point seven is super high, but at the same time, there are very many there are a lot of breweries out there that can't seem to hide <laughs> sub seven percent alcohol right. beers. You know, sometimes you'll drink one and you'll go, ooh, that's a little bit on the boozy side.
1: This one doesn't have that. No, it's smooth. It sneaks up on you mm-hmm.
2: for sure. I'm definitely feeling it. Obviously, we had the Oktoberfest first. Um, didn't have a chance to have much of a lunch today, so I'm probably feeling it more than I already am. But this one is really good. I'm, I'm a big fan.
1: Yeah, I'll be purchasing it again very soon. And
2: you can get it in a six-pack of 16-ounce <laughs>
1: Tallboys for nine ninety nine. Yes, and I'll feel it after two extremely. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a rinse break. All right, we'll be right back.
2: We're back. More beer. More beer. Yes.
3: Always. Always more beer.
2: Pink Lemonade Session Sour. What are your thoughts on this? Uh, it's
3: not an IPA, so Richard's not happy. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Additionally, Emily has not steered me wrong ever.
3: <laughs> so this is a Session Sour series that we've done. And it was a rotating series. So we would do different flavors and the pink lemonade version blew everything out of the water and we were like why are we Hmm. you know stepping over a dollar to make a dime so this ended up being a full year full full core year-round beer
1: oh yeah i saw that Mm -hmm. i I was looking at the website and uh, i pulled up the calendar and, (laughs) and uh high wire beer calendar 2021 from March to December, Pink Lemonade. I yeah.
0: was <laughs> like, it must be want. good. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, and so uh, we just made it year round. It's made with uh, raspberries, lemongrass, and lemon peel. Mm. Um, we always use real ingredients. Um, so if you are allergic to lemongrass, please, please don't drink nope. this. Um, I actually <laughs> no, accidentally um, I brought it to an account, and I won't say who, but I love you. I I love this place so much. Mm. They serve like awesome Thai food. Um, uh. And so since it's Thai, I was like, they're not allergic to lemongrass. This is fine. I don't think of even saying the word lemongrass. She drinks it. She's like, Emily, I love this. Put me down for a couple of six stoles. We'll put it on the bar. I'm like, look at me. I'm such a good beer rep.
2: Selling beer. Selling beer. Yeah.
3: And then she starts like grabbing her throat and she's like, Aww. Emily, what's in this beer? And I'm like, well, there's raspberries. Uh-huh. There's lemon peel. Uh-huh. And there's lemongrass. Isn't that fun? And she grabs her EpiPen from her purse and runs off to the cooler. And I'm just sitting here thinking, I just, I just murdered someone.
2: (laughs) Not laughing because it's
1: funny. No, well, I mean, it's so dramatic. And now she's dead.
3: So you shouldn't (laughs) (laughs) know. No, no, no. She's perfectly fine. She texts me later and being like, hey, Emily love you to death we're don't worry good. about it we're good i think <laughs> she probably likes me more now that i almost murdered her um but you know if that's not the most telling sign that we actually use a real shit in our beer yeah right. then, like of me being able to like no i actually i almost murdered someone yeah, so, there's uh, no
2: better truth
1: than yeah that. it's
3: it's not just an extract it's uh or like some real sort of fake whatever yeah. it is it's in there <laughs> it's in there <laughs> <laughs> high Wire probably hates me telling this story but i absolutely nah. i love it <laughs> it's like
1: you can't account for everybody. No, yeah. I mean,
3: so. hopefully people read labels.
1: Exactly.
2: Oh. So, so now... Yeah. Oh, color.
3: Beautiful color, right? I'm going
2: to... And you can choose to say you're going to have to find out on your own, Richard, but is this sour or is it tart? Tart. Okay. Because I can do tart. Yeah. I There have been many... There have been many sours that have been... On the tart side, which yes. I can handle, and, and typically, historically, I keep saying I don't like sours, I don't like sours, but every time we end up having a sour on here, I end
1: up really liking it. Well, so be, it's possible that what? Well, those definitions are a little further apart than we thought, to. yeah. So, uh, you know, whenever we talked, different people have different opinions about tart and sour, mm-hmm. sure. So, uh, the general public will just say sour, mm-hmm. but when you're talking to people who know like a, a more defining role of what tart versus sour is. It's always tart versus sour. So yeah, It's tart
3: and, or sour or funky.
1: Exactly. And then yeah. the funk department comes in and it kicks you. <laughs> <laughs> tart or sour or funky. Mm-hmm. So okay. for
3: me, I'm not a major sour fan either. Like I can enjoy them, but I'm only going to order a, maybe a 10 ounce pour and then move on. Mm-hmm. Um, the pink lemonade is one that I can crush all day. Okay. So I, coming from one like not huge sour fan to another i think you'll enjoy this um i just don't know how people can slam down these like Crazy, super sour, funky, super beers. funky, without like a bottle of Tums like just <laughs> yeah. Yeah. at their side at all times.
2: But this isn't that.
3: No, no, no. no. You'll like that. this. You're okay. not gonna like this. But you'll like that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I trust when Emily says that, I really do. When she goes, you're not gonna like that, but you will like this. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the pink lemonade session sour ale, tart session ale, brewed with raspberries, lemon peel, and lemongrass. Four point two percent. So easy drinker. Yeah, yeah. super easy. Yeah.
3: Well, you know, and I uh, i think that I'm just so happy that Sessionable beers are coming back in style, too. I'm just mm-hmm. talking about everything that I think is back in style. That's fine. Lagers and West Coast and Sessions. Pilsners are
1: back in style. Yeah. Pilsners. Big time.
3: <laughs> um, but, you know, people want to be able to drink all day. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, so this kind of scratches an itch of, like, I want something sour and, like, flavorful. But I also want to be able to have a 12-pack. Yeah, right. So, all right. I just want to see his face.
1: Yes. You're about to. Balanced with just the right amount of lemony zip from lemon peel. Yeah. And nostalgic. It doesn't smell bad. Candied lemon aromas. I like the smell mm-hmm. of it. from lemongrass.
3: But also everybody's palate is different. Yep. So it's okay if you break my heart. I it's would do only that. my career and how I pay my bills.
2: And considering your one hundred percent success rate with me is on the line too, I'm gonna
1: try it. I'm gonna try it, Mitch. All right, go for it. Yeah. I got. Uh, I'm surprised. Oh, two, Ooh. three, hey, four,
2: four. Oh. That is really good.
1: <laughs> God damn it! It's mild, right? Yeah, it really is. Smooth. It's it goes down easy pink lemonade for sure
3: and it's that really nice kind of rosy pink color you know how people order like a blue margarita at a bar and then suddenly five other people have a blue margarita same thing if you have like this like bright pink beer in your hand people are like what's that pink drink give me that
2: it definitely it it's it has that beer look to it but it's got it's got a pink hue to it yeah
1: yeah. I think it's pretty. Yeah, it is a good-looking beer. You would surprise people at a par- uh, pool party with this. You oh, know it's what great. I mean? Yeah.
3: I brought it kayaking one time. It was oh, ugh,
1: perfect. perfect, dude. Yes. <laughs> this is a great <laughs> hot weather
2: beer. Yeah. Perfect hot awesome. weather beer.
3: You know, but now we're coming into fall, um, you know, it's it used to be one of those things where people were very seasonal-based, mm-hmm. where I only drink stouts in the winter, IPAs in the summer, sours in the summer, but people are now going into where it's, like, year-round. Yeah. They just have their style of beer <laughs> that they like, and they don't care about the weather at all. They don't care about the season. They just go, oh, it, it's, it's snowing outside, and I'm bundled up, and, like three coats
2: i'm having could, an ipa could I, <laughs> yeah. so, you
3: know could i have that uh pink lemonade sour, yeah please? pink lemonade sour. <laughs> right
2: no that's that's a fun point because historically i am a when it switches to the colder seasons i switch to bourbons yeah. and i do like in the winter times i'll do pipes and bourbons and in the summer times i'll do cigars and beer But it's really interesting because last season during the winter time when we had like one of the coldest winters on on history Hmm. i would be outside on my back deck we have like the heaters or whatever and i would be drinking an ipa and smoking a cigar (laughs) i don't think i touched my pipe (laughs) once until like Well, like six or seven weeks ago when you and I decided to kind of start smoking pipes or whatever. Yeah. So there is something to say about that. It was like normally I used to be a, okay, it's cold. Now it's time for bourbon or whiskey and cigars or pipes or whatever, something Mm -hmm. a little bit stronger. But now I just find myself drinking whatever I like to drink. What I'm used to drinking, I'll just continue drinking that. Mm. And honestly i could you know if it's cold outside i'd still drink this like it's it's not just a hot weather beer for me it, because my style is i drink what i want to drink yeah. now i would totally rock this in the winter time
3: you know we we definitely suffer from an overabundance of whatever the fuck we want yes yeah. it's yes. just a button you know jeffrey bezos comes down in his drone <laughs> you know drops and us off whatever we want <laughs> <laughs>
1: You we know, just send our parcels out, and it slowly yeah. makes their descent yeah. to our home.
3: You know, people are making, you know, you, you can have a stout in the summer, sour mm-hmm. in the winter, IPA, whenever. you know, just because they're they're there. Like, yeah. why, you don't have, there's no need mm. to be a seasonal drinker anymore.
2: Well, a lot of that says there used to be seasons of beers yes. that came out where, like, you would find some stouts that were kind of year round, but you wouldn't find a lot of them. You would find IPAs kind of more in the, the summertime mm-hmm. or whatever, but you wouldn't find, you know, a lot of them in the winter time. But now it just seems that people like what they like. So obviously you have your Oktoberfest that come out certain yeah. times of the year and you have your pumpkins that's come out certain times of the year. But IPAs, mm. sours, stouts, porters, like those are available year round yeah. and in spades. You can get a lot mm-hmm. of them. There's yeah. a ton of them. Yeah. At we, any point in time. We're
3: very lucky. I mean, I think Tennessee has a great beer market just in general. You can get not only our local beers, you <clears> know, <throat> super delicious, but we have a, a great, you know, selection just from regional breweries.
2: You yeah. know. Yeah. I'm curious about the Ten W forty series. Yes. So <clears throat> the Ten W forty series, I, I'm not I'm not too Intelligent on and I haven't had a ton of them, but and know, it's only because the stouts that I've had recently um, I used to not be a stout guy. I used to just be IPA's and that was it I hated coffee in beers for whatever reason. I still don't drink coffee. I don't like the taste of coffee I love the smell of coffee and I like the taste of it in my beer um, And not to say that 10w40 has coffee flavor profiles or anything, but as a, Historically, I've stayed away from stouts because most of the time when you brew a stout You have coffee stouts and and things like that, but tend to be 40 is kind of a different bill of that Mm -hmm. because it's not always coffee, it's always something else. So you have your jelly donut stout or you have your salted caramel stout, which, by the way, was one of my favorites. Which
3: we will never do again.
2: Oh, no. Well, probably not. (laughs) Only because
3: since, again, we use real ingredients, just Mm. think about like carrying buckets of caramel through the brewery and then the cleanup. Involved with that where they Ooh, were probably finding up involved. caramel for, for fucking weeks. From, like, <laughs> tanks like, <and> everything. <laughs> <laughs> like scrubbing it down with a toothbrush trying yeah. to get that shit oh off. Oh
1: my god. Because yeah. when
2: you're I mean when you're cleaning those tanks though, like it has to be spot like yeah. completely spotless. Because mm. um, my guess is that's not just like a stout tank that's going in like, <laughs> there. could be an IPA that goes in there next. It has yeah. to be one hundred percent clean.
3: Well, you know, it doesn't matter if we were doing an IPA to an IPA, you gotta have it clean. That's yeah, true. Of the style. That's a good point.
2: Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. You've got the 10W40s pulled up, Mitch.
1: Well, there's three here. I was just looking at what the current specialty series were. It's the Imperial Stout 10W40, yeah. German Chocolate Cupcake and the Horchata.
3: The Horchata one is one of the mo- best received. Um, is that the like horchata.
1: a spot like a Mexican? Yeah.
2: Cho- kind of like a cinnamon hot chocolate, kind yeah. of. Okay. Well,
1: uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rice milk. Okay. Sweetened. Did you say... What was the second
2: one that you mentioned? German chocolate. German chocolate.
3: Yeah, that one was just super, super chocolatey. Okay. And then uh, the last release was a banana split, Ooh. which was delicious because we used real banana in that. And it Yum. wasn't like that fake banana flavor, which yeah. you get in, like popsicles. It was that like super creamy, super Which tastes super terrible. Smooth. Fake banana
2: taste it's, is disgusting. I
3: can't... <laughs> I don't know if fake banana or fake cherry is the worst flavor.
1: Fake cherry is worse. I think fake cherry is worse. It's
3: it's definitely. It's a
1: close. It's, it's a, a close, close. tie. <laughs> yeah. Is this based on like runts or? <laughs>
2: no, this is this is based on whether or not you got a box of like chocolate covered cherries and they were yeah. like uh, the disgusting fake
1: chocolate, fake cherry <laughs> chocolate cherries. <laughs> I'm looking at the horchata one. It's the uh, imperial stout, Boast huge notes of fresh vanilla, amaretto, cinnamon, with a incredibly smooth and chocolatey finish. That could finish. be good. So that sounds good Yeah really I mean good.
3: if you find them Out in the wild Like they're, they're still good That one was re- Released a while back mm-hmm. But I mean at 8% stout You can kind of just Have them on the shelf For, for a while For a Heck
2: while yeah
1: what um, was the most recent one? The banana split. The banana split. Yep. And okay. then
3: coming up next, as a little sneak peek, oh, uh, mm. we're going to be doing a gingerbread.
1: Oh, nice. So That the, could work. For, for That'd be December, very good. Yeah.
3: Very excited over that.
1: That Heck would be yeah. really good.
3: Um, but yeah, but just the 10W40, just like the hazy juicy, it's just kind of that same base stout of the chocolate and vanilla, um, 8%. And we'll come out with the OG version every year too. Mm. Um, But then we just, you know, like I said, just continue doing new flavors with it, doing something fun with it.
2: The original 10W40, that's what, I actually had the original as a black can. Yeah, that was it, it's that first one, it's the black can. That was actually one of the first stouts that I had when I go, that kind of looks like motor oil. And (laughs) and it's like, obviously it's called 10W40. But it was it was really good i remember trying it i remember really liking it and then it was like i must have had it right on the tail end because two weeks later there was another variant and i was yeah. like ooh, variant. i yeah. should say I mean, variants but like
0: popping them off
2: yeah they're really good i much enjoy it. the salted caramel is
1: probably my favorite yeah, just I, because i did really like that. yeah one <laughs> it's super good but
2: obviously lots of cleanup yeah involved
1: richard there's a double ipa out there that you should probably get okay Man-eater.
2: Why should I get that beer?
1: Hopped at a rate of 3.5 pounds per barrel.
3: I'm going to break your heart. We no longer make it. Oh,
1: no. <laughs> no. I My know. bad.
3: <laughs> um, so we have tons of specialty beers that we just keep rotating in and out. Um, and it's I always tell people that if you miss a high-wire specialty, you just have to mm. wait a week. Ah. Um, but because of that, we are always kind of like, all right, um, man-eater, it was fine. But we want to do another kind of iteration of a double. Or, mm. you know, like... The Hazy Juicy is great, but we want to come out with a West Coast, like, 10% version, too. So, we're just always trying to do new stuff, do new things. Totally. Kind of uh, break that barrier of, like, what a seasonal... Yeah. kind of rotator should be
1: I mean it, it is kind of monotonous after a while yeah so it, it I love shaking things up and mm-hmm. seeing the and new stuff and you have to in the, <clears throat> yeah. in the
3: beer industry like even just uh, like the Zirkusfest fest is our old kind of labeling and mm. then like the high pitch and the pink lemonade are versions of our new labeling mm. and even just changing up what's on your can matters so much in terms of people like oh I've already had high wire right. I've had tons of high why would I you know they're like oh I haven't had high wire in a while with when you see the new can suddenly you're excited about yeah
2: yeah Yeah. well there's something to be said about especially in the in the day where there's so much craft beer like if you walk into a store and there's you're just inundated with so much beer my guess is you know you've got breweries that are doing just wild off the charts like Mm Can logos and stuff like that, where they three Floyds is probably most known for just like you could put two three Floyds next to each other and you would never know that they're made by the same brewery just because their can art is so different. And then you have somebody like Bearded Iris where it looks the exact same for every single can, the only difference is like the title and maybe like the color scheme. Yeah, and as a consumer on this side of the microphone or this side of the fence, you probably have about mm, I'd say seven eight maybe 10 seconds to to make an impression on me as a consumer before i go no i think i'm going to skip over and go to the next one or if seven eight ten seconds to go oh that's something i haven't had before yeah. so you know there, there's people that go oh can art's not important you know it's about what's inside that counts and that's true it is what counts is inside but at the same time i don't know what your beer tastes like but I'm definitely gonna see your can art first. I yeah. mean the juice has gotta boost the label art. Juice has to boost the label art. But yeah. you have to like <laughs> you have to captivate my attention first. Well, sure. And that's done by the can art.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I mean I say all the time, like it doesn't matter how good my liquid is, like, you know, just with at the same time of having a beer rep in the market. We mm-hmm. would be just as dead as if we had boring labels or, yeah. you know, bad liquid. If yeah. someone wasn't there reminding you or reminding the accounts that then sell to you. You know being like hey Highwire exists or any of my beer up front hey wiseacre is exists hey Geist is here mm-hmm. hey you know tailgate just came out with a new beer or blackstone seasonal just came out like y'all you always have to have someone and <clears throat> um, always always pushing your liquid to the forefront of someone's mind yeah or else it's just going to be oh well i haven't seen the high wire up in a while like, we can just put them on the bottom shelf you know where you're maybe not even gonna glance
2: i never yeah. thought about that but my eyes do typically go towards the middle to the shot i mean obviously i'm a yeah. taller guy but like at the same time i sometimes i just don't think to look to the yeah. bottom of the Well, shelf. it's, it's
3: human mm-hmm. kind of mindset right you think the better beers are gonna Funny. be eye level to up you don't you think that anything that's on the bottom two shelves are like well that's just the duds right
2: I mean, do you come across that? Oh, yeah, all the
3: time. I mean, just uh, by moving up the, um, well, not saying that anything that's on the bottom shelf is a dud. It just happens. But you can definitely see a change in sales just from Mm -hmm. moving your beer from the bottom shelf Ah. to that mid-level shelf. It's
1: like magazines, too. There's a whole science behind how the human eye traces and digests. Like text on the front of a magazine cover? Inner fold and everything. Yeah. Hmm.
3: And yeah. if you think for a moment with the amount of money that's going through beer that people aren't like studying that shit right now being mm-hmm. like, now do we want to be on the middle shelf or do we want to be on the middle left? Or that's
1: do a we real thing. Real, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I have a tendency just to look everywhere, but... That's not everybody though, I right? do have blind sightings. You know what ah. I mean? Yeah. I can't account for everybody yeah. visually. So it's like can art colors, location... Mm-hmm. Um, Anything comfortable to grab typically is going to have a higher rate. And sometimes top shelf. Mm-hmm. What do you think when you hear top shelf or visually see a top shelf? Cream of the crop. I mean, <laughs> so. That's true. I never thought about well, that there's, before. There,
3: I love reading about this stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. It fascinates me. Just like how you go into a grocery store, the human, like the average human, is naturally going to go right. Mm-hmm. When you enter a grocery store and that's, guess what is right there? All the produce, yeah. Yeah. all the greens, yeah. all the freshness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you go into this fresh produce area and then for the rest of your trip, you're thinking, this grocery store has really fresh items. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Subconsciously, my brain is thinking yeah, that. Subconsciously, I know. you're
3: like, this is a good grocery store. They have fresh shit on their shelves
2: yeah. and you know what they do they always put the good shit right up front when I walk in oh, yeah. so I yeah. go and I go oh everything's the buy one get one free and I go I need that and I didn't know it so yeah. I grab it I put two because I only need one but I buy two because <laughs> yeah. the buy one get one free <laughs> And then I go to the produce and yeah. spend my money, and then I'm like, "This place is great." And then I end up spending mm. way more money than I probably should. Oh yeah.
3: <laughs> Some other stuff that fascinates me is like uh, music mm. in bars and restaurants. So mm. if we are on a fast casual where they want that table in and out real quick, yeah, you know, poppy music, lively really? music, faster music, because they want you to feel like, "All right, I'm on a I'm on a time." Limit here because yeah. it's like I don't know because you're feeling that music. Then if you go yeah. to like a, a fancy mm-hmm. restaurant, then it's like really slow, violin and classical menu because they want you to stay and be like, man, I think I really do want that eighteen dollar dessert. Yeah,
1: I really want yeah. that
3: second bottle of you know eighty dollar wine.
1: Do you remember Roussan's? Yeah, you remember the music? No, oh damn shame. But boy. I don't. I don't remember
2: <laughs> spending a lot of time in
1: there. Though. So blue lighting, and. Uh oftentimes they had like European electronica or similar music going where you're just kinda like I don't yeah. remember going in, <laughs> sitting
2: down and going, I could spend hours here. Yeah. No. We <laughs> were going out, sit <laughs> down, we'd order some rice balls, some yeah. sushi and yeah. all that, and like we were done and we left.
1: That was was, just was the main was.
3: colors red?
1: No. No, because that's uh,
3: why like McDonald's and Wendy's and that's true. yeah, that's ber- true. You know, all of them are like red labeled because that's mm. like it gets you hungrier.
2: Yeah, it's that's just very true. This blow my mind. I know. Right I now. just
3: I this like I love
2: it. Not three beers in. Don't do this <laughs> to me. Three, <laughs> three beers in. This is. I just insane. bring out a
3: joint too. Like. Yeah,
2: I'm, I'm smoking <laughs> at this point. This is wild, man.
3: Well, I mean, you know, with uh, the the business, um, everyone's business. I mean, I I'm not saying that all. Just all restaurants or all businesses are just terrible no. human beings. But they're the, the business is people, right? So yeah. they're going to have whatever studies that they need to be done to see how are we going to make more money off of one person forever. Right. <laughs> exactly.
1: How do we keep gaining? Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, a lot goes into it. It, it <laughs> is a fascinating study. It is. Mm-hmm. Mitch, I pulled up my on tap, by the way. <laughs> you had man-eater?
0: I already had man-eater, yeah.
2: <laughs> What'd you say for it? Well, that's a weird name, but holy crap, this beer is hoppy, slightly boozy, and juicy, too. Hashtag contains alcohol?
3: Oh, yeah, because it kind of looked like a uh, energy drink.
2: Okay. yeah, That must have been what it was then. Oh. We do the
3: same on our 10W40 uh, to series, too, because it's a very, like... Um, What's the word for it that I'm looking for? Just like kind of like a... Oh, the
2: can actually says contains alcohol. I I expanded the picture, and so that's probably why I put the hashtag.
1: Well, I mean, it it has the energy or the drink, labeling for energy drinks. Think Red Bull, for example. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's got a solid color base, typically. Yes,
3: that's what I'm talking about. Yeah.
1: And, And then a highlight with text, and maybe there's an image or swoosh or something, but yeah. I could so I can totally see that.
3: Yeah. Okay. I just you know, I, and also we didn't don't want to be another like not your father's root beer scandal. Right. Yeah. right. right. <laughs> we ain't trying to that. sell it to kids. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, are y'all uh you want
2: uh, yeah. I'm ready for I'm it. Ready. Do it.
3: So this is a seven fifty big old boy. It's a double oaked Flanders Red. Um that uh I joked that it was my personal stash, but I actually was able to uh got some extra cases that was sent to Main Street liquor store in East Nashville. Um, they do a lot of really cool stuff and one of them is that they do a lot of special release bottle release things like that Um, so we were this is one of the tap room only kind of specialty release kind of situation
2: we feel honored for this yeah thank you I'm really excited for this
3: yeah and I mean I can't even tell you the flavor profile it's been like a hot minute since I've had it so you're gonna gonna go in blind I'm just gonna say that the beer is good what's it (laughs) called Mitch? Double-oaked Flanders Red.
2: Highwire Brewing. So, not that this is the most accurate up-to-date information, but Untappd says it's 7.1% ABV. A red sour ale, perfectly balanced American version of a Belgian classic with strong flavors of cherry, dark fruit, and hints of vanilla and amaretto. Ooh. From two weeks in stainless tanks to 11 months in oak barrels... Before being bottle conditioned for one month, this sour ale was aged on extra oak chips, lending flavors of toasted marshmallow, baking baking spice, and dark chocolate creme brulee. That's (laughs) a lot of flavor profiles to say this is a sour. What you said. (laughs) What I
1: said? (laughs)
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. You
3: you took the word straight out of my mouth.
1: All of them, right? yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So on the nose, you can smell a little bit of that sour Sourness yeah. Yeah. So, yeah.
3: this will be one where I think you'll like the flavors. I think it'll just be too sour for you.
1: Okay. There Do is little- sourness, but I think you can handle it. Okay. Give it a shot. It's twangy.
3: Yeah. It's that...
1: Huh. We okay. Think-
2: More. It's oak. sour. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely sour. But there is... It it gives, (laughs) she's looking at my my facial expression. For for (laughs) listeners, uh, Richard had a reaction to that sour note. (laughs) Um, It ends sour, Mm -hmm. but I think where, and I don't want to say it saves it because that that indicates that it's not a good tasting beer, but that's not the case. It's a good tasting beer, but I think where it keeps it from just going into overdrive is somewhere in the middle of that taste, there's a sweetness And it could be that creme brulee or maybe a little bit of Mm. marshmallow there's something in the middle that says i'm going to allow that that sour flavor profile to continue but i'm not going to completely just take over and kick you in the face i'm going to come through with a little bit
1: to kind of help even things out i don't taste the oak really no no maybe on your second sip it's a little stronger so um, they ha- do have a chart here of sourness, color, and funkiness, and it's all pretty median. Okay. So this is a milder kind of like, uh, I'm gonna say Flanders red. I don't know that for sure, but <laughs> it says Flanders red. Sour yeah, it's Flanders, Flanders. Flanders red. Yeah. But the double oakiness, I do taste the oaky or yeah, taste the oakiness because. Um. It's, I, I gotta take a third sip here.
2: I'm probably gonna sound really bad and like an amateur by saying this, but like, this is not tart, it's sour. Yes. Like, and and there's, <coughs> there's no right, no piece of me that wants to compare this to like the pink lemonade by no. any means. <laughs> Did it get you? It got me. Okay. <clears throat> but, but it is a very different tasting yeah. sour than what I just had. Yeah. The the pink lemonade was tart, which I can which typically I don't associate with sour, but this is the yeah. sour that I'm used to experience. But that being said, there's there's some sweetness in the middle of it that kind of balances out, so it doesn't make it like yeah. it doesn't make it intolerable. Like it's it's yeah. it's easy to drink. There so d-
3: there's a difference between like a sipping sour and mm. then a Sharon sour. Yeah, and this is a Sharon sour. Sharon sure. sour. Yeah, you like share the bottle because yeah. there's no way you're gonna drink the 750. I couldn't by drink yourself. all this by myself. <laughs> no yeah. way.
1: The uh, so the oakiness for me is up front. Okay, and then it kind of lingers after you've let it roll off. Okay, so. Um,
2: My ignorance is kicking in here, because I don't I don't know I don't know this stuff.
1: I mean I don't, I'm not great at it. I mean I'm better at it than I am. When I Yazoo had its first like uh, Flanders Red release, and it was a beer share, you know, I had a lot of weird funk <laughs> beers. <laughs> they embraced the funk. Dude, series. yeah, yeah. yeah. That, there was one funk beer in particular particular that like murdered me Mm. (laughs) i was not ready for it 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 had like a real death label kind of or black metal label to it i can't tell you the name i don't remember it's been too long but i'd never want to experience that one again (laughs) but anyway uh this one says on house uh you uh, can just whoops. say Brett. You don't have to yeah, try bright. and pronounce that word. I always butcher that one. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't say it enough. No, and-
3: I, I, like I said, I, I've been in beer for a while now, and I still just say Brett. <laughs> I'm not even <laughs> going to try. Sometimes it's hard for me to pronounce normal words. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not even touching that.
2: <laughs> <Per> tip, <laughs> the, e- the extension of the word Brett, is that what it is? Like Yeah. Brett ta- yeah. yeah. I know which one you're talking about. And
1: then uh, two months on oak chips. Mm. So, you know, we've had heavy kind of oak chip smoke before
2: i can kind of taste it a little bit now Mm -hmm. i think the the initial flavor like the initial sip just kind of like like i didn't know what to expect right so i'm looking for super sour i'm looking for all that but the initial taste was like sour but then there was a little bit of sweetness there to help balance it out and i didn't really quite know what it was but there's something Maybe
1: at the beginning? hmm Is that Definitely. what you said? Definitely, yeah. Okay,
2: maybe that's what it is. It's up front with the oak. Yeah.
3: You know how, like, there'll be movie quotes where people are like, this is the best movie of all time, mm-hmm. you know, like, and it's, you know, from, from whatever celebrity, like, I'm just going to have all of our sales sheets for yeah. all of our big sours that'll just say, huh. <laughs> Richard from the Foamy Heads podcast. Yeah, <laughs> and then I'll be like, "That's all you need to know." Just Best right. review ever.
2: <laughs> Richard says, "Huh? <laughs> yeah, I. You know, I. I. It's good. good. It's not. Um. I. I. It was. It was what I was expecting. Yeah. From a sour standpoint, this is the sour that." I, I typically stay away from, Yeah. but what, again, and I sound like a broken record, but I think what I go back to that makes this easier to drink is the sweetness in the middle mm-hmm. that kind of says, if that wasn't there, then it would just be, it would yeah. off the cliff for me. But there's a little bit in there that says, I'm going to help you along the way, Richard. I'm going to yes. help you by... You know, it's going to end sour, yeah. but I'm going to be here a little bit to kind of keep it from just, like, completely taking over your palate.
3: You know what I think helped a lot in this, too? Mm. The fact that you drank three beers. Three other beers before, before that. You know, I... Probably
2: I, right, too. <laughs> yeah. I
3: know how to get the best review.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, get them drunk first. <laughs> Tell her your first experience with a sour or funk beer, I mean. Funk beer.
2: Oh, uh, okay. Um... So I bought my first house in Hermitage. Congratulations. Uh, well, this was years ago. But thank Still, you. Still? Still congratulations. Now it's probably worth
3: a million dollars. Probably, so. yeah,
2: yeah. I, I should have sold it today <laughs> instead of seven years ago. Uh so I brought this dude along with me, Mitch here. What up, what up? I said, you know, hey, having a housewarming party, just kinda of, no, it was a New Year's Eve party. New Year's Eve, yeah. New Year's yeah. Eve party. Hey, come on over. Let's have a party. Bring some beer, or whatever, you know, bring craft beer, bring uh Shock Top and, and Blue Moon, you know, the craft beer, some killian's red or whatever. I'll
3: have the oranges. There you <laughs> go, exactly. Yeah. And uh
2: and that was for me at the time that was that was craft beer and I don't think I had experienced anything that Mitch had brought over and he was like, "Yeah, I brought this." There was probably six or seven other people there. Mm-hmm. Um and Mitch was like, "Yeah, I brought this beer from Yazoo," and I'm like, "Oh, Yazoo! They make that Gerst beer and and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'd be I'd be interested in trying it, or whatever." And it came in kind of something like that. It was just a big 750 milliliter bomber, and it had the the cork top on it. Mm-hmm. I was like, "That's weird. I've never seen a beer look like that before." It was an Embrace the Funk <laughs> Yazoo beer, and he didn't tell me that. So well, I mean, it's on the label. Did you you poured it? it? <laughs> I didn't have I didn't have access to the label. So, I think I yeah. think you poured a little bit of it for probably, like, five or six of us at oh, the yeah. party. Yeah, totally. Every single one of us took a sip and went, nope. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Can't do it. It was the biggest reversal I've yeah. ever seen in beer. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Mitch thought he was
2: doing a good thing by bringing, like, a funk beer to the party, yeah. but, like, none of us had well, ever the thing experienced is, that before. You
3: did, though, because Brandon Jones, his Embrace the Funk series, everything mm-hmm. that he's doing with Yazoo, mm-hmm. is some of the best shit coming out of Nashville right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And...
2: We were just early.
3: And you were just, you're just all I was. <laughs> we
2: didn't know what was about to hit us. You're we coming off Killian's Red. Yeah. <laughs> I just finished my shock top going, sure, yeah. Mitch, I'll take some of this beer. <laughs> so you, you're mixing the fact that most of us are having either Miller Lite or like a, mm-hmm. you know, a, a mass distributed whip or, beer. or a Sam Adams, or a shot a a Sam <laughs> Adams <laughs> and a yeah. shot of basil. Sam Adams and a shot of basil. And then coming on to some sort of a funk beer that no one's ever had before. Yeah.
1: Sure. sure. Yeah. And it was was an interesting experience, I will say. I liked mixing things up, but damn. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, fine, I'll drink it. (laughs) I did not. That was, I don't, do you remember which
2: Embrace the Funk that was? It was the very first one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember all over it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Talk to him. And apparently, I was just like, "Mitch, we're not friends anymore." That
3: might
1: be 2014. Sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. Send
3: him to the Foamy Heads podcast just to start a fight. That's right.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Bring (laughs) it. Do you keep up with the Embrace the Funk series? I I try to, but they they do a lot now. Yeah, they do a lot. Yeah. So um, I you know I go there when I can. They they move to a closer location where I'm able to mm-hmm. access them more. So, Is it Gallatin? Yeah. Okay. Uh, or Madison. not Gallatin. Madison.
2: Madison. Right. Sorry. Okay.
1: Sorry. Near Rivergate Mall, kind of right down the street. Maya yeah. Drive. Yeah. my Drive. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, and now I go there, and I always get their funk stuff. I I I did touch a couple Pilsners, and yeah. then all funk after that. Okay. So. Yeah, pilsners are making a comeback. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: you know pilsners are those beers that the the brewers themselves like to drink. And I have a question for you. Actually, this is this is a question we like to ask for everybody. But when you are not drinking your beer,
3: mm-hmm.
2: if you're not drinking high wire beer, if you because you're around it all the time, you know, you're sure. you're selling it, you're distributing. Well, I
3: mean, it. free is me, man. So free is free <laughs> is the best kind of
2: beer what style of beer are you drinking? What's your preferred style, number one? And number two, if you're not drinking high wire, what's your go-to?
3: So my preferred style is, you know, going back to vloggers, pilsners, those easy... Uh, and that's yep. that's going to be the mm-hmm. answer you get from every single beer rep on the planet. <laughs> yeah.
2: That has proven true so far, yeah. yes.
3: Um, my, if if I'm not drinking high wire, something that I know I can get at basically every single bar that's here yeah. is Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Okay. And that has been my favorite... Go to beer and drink for since I started drinking beer. Okay, um, it's just you know, it's just it's just fucking good, and you can't it go is. wrong with it. It's just yeah. mm-hmm. they they pioneered that style and they they did it correct. Yeah. So. I uh hats off to Sierra Nevada.
2: They're one of those they're one of those bigger craft breweries that kind of paved the way yeah. for yeah. everybody else. They have a um their Asheville locations. Are they based at Asheville or are they California. based that's okay? But
3: they have a but they have like,
2: a tap room yes. in Asheville.
3: And it's all gold. And it's killer. Beautiful. It's fucking huh. killer. Oh yeah, no. If yeah. you ever can go, like mm. it is, it is made out of more money than we will ever see. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: <holy> shit. <laughs> I can attest to that. I, yeah, I've been. It is. is, a, is it is, is, is huge. Ran by Catholics? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Should be. <laughs> if it's not.
3: There's just little boys running around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'd say the, the the biggest Asheville breweries that I've seen. There's Sierra Nevada breweries, like tap rooms. or sure. Sierra Nevada. And then there's New Belgium. They've got a Ooh. pretty big tap room I haven't as been well to in New Belgium. Asheville.
3: Highland has a pretty big one. Highland has
2: a decent sized one. Um,
3: and then like then, then there's some that are just kind of like random. Oh yeah. That I can't even. I haven't been to Asheville in like two years. Mm-hmm. My it's own been brewery.
2: it's been a few years for me as well. Um, uh, I'm trying to remember one of the names. Um, we showed up at one of the breweries one day. I want to say it was Mother Earth, but that's not that's not necessary true. Uh, one World Brewing. They started, they kind of, we showed up one day on their grand opening. Like somehow we were just in Asheville and we're like, hey, there's this place you go downtown. It's kind of like you walk down into a vault and there was some person asking for IDs and we walked in. It was just like a ton of custom beers there. And they're like, yeah, we're a brewery. And we're like, oh, okay. You know, so we're drinking One World Brewing beers and they they make really good and they have a second location also. Oh, Um, But Asheville's grown. But yeah, Burial's got, of course, they've got their... um, I'm trying to remember the name forestry camp which is kind of like their their other location where they do a lot of collabs
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, and things like that outside their regular location but yeah i think the two biggest that i've seen have been sierra nevada like tap room wise yes. not necessarily based out of asheville but mm-hmm. sierra nevada and um new belgium are really yeah. really big yeah and of course Highwire has two locations there
3: Yeah, and the big you top. put
2: those together that's probably the bigger of the ones there?
3: I, mean, I couldn't even tell you the square feet, but um, it's, it's... They have a
2: footprint. Like, they have a very yes, big High Wire presence does in have Asheville. It. Correct. Yeah.
3: Um, and another cool thing about that is because that we do have a presence and, you know, like, we're still relatively, you know, new and fresh being only eight years old. Um, we do tons of collabs just within, like, the Asheville city. So, like, we j- just came out with a Wicked Weed collab called...
2: Oh, nice. Um, well, the
3: whole series is called High Wire Loves ADL. Mm. Like, Loves Asheville. You
2: posted on that actually. I think yep. you posted the Highwire loves Asheville. Yeah. Uh, was it a Hazy IPA? Uh, well, the or Wicked Weed
3: a- one is a West Coast. But West we do, Coast IPA. Yeah. Okay. But we do all kinds of styles. Like we've done one with Dissolver. Mm. Uh, you know, one with Burial is coming out. That's gonna be a dry hopped Pills. Oh. Um, that would
1: be killer. I definitely yeah. want to get my hands yeah, on that yeah. one. That would be great. You
3: know, Zillicoa. Um, I love these those guys. <sighs> Zillicoa beer makes, good makes beer. really
2: good beer. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. yeah.
3: You know, so it's just we are in this great beer community where we have everyone helps each other out and there's such a great uh, camaraderie. You know, why not utilize that and, right. you know, collab with each other? So, yeah. Friends, not foes. That's right. Fucking right?
1: yes. high wire, man. Yep. Doing Rocking big it. things. Yeah. yeah. What do you think of this one, Mitch? I love it, man. It's got all sorts of different palatable kind of like twangs and tastes and subtle flavors. It's a little complex to me. I'm okay. not, you know, I, I used to drink a lot more than I did <clears throat> did now or do now. So, so the yeah. look, not the liquor. That, I always think Jim here. It's the liquor is <laughs> getting the <laughs> beer is yeah. hitting. Yeah, but yeah, uh, it's just you know, it's hard to think now. But yeah. it's one of those things that. Funk beers always have a plethora of flavors to run through. You have a few you expect, and then you got visitors. So this one's got a nice group, and they play well together. And, you
3: know, the more you kind of let it meld together, Mm -hmm. the more of those subtle flavors will come out, the more complex flavors will come out. It won't be just this, like, crazy one or the other kind of deal. Um, Beer is just fun. Yeah, it is. It's just so much fun.
2: Yeah. And I'm really glad that I actually liked this beer. And I know. I sorry. I poured I was the very, rest of it
1: uh, in my glass. No, that's okay. I still have a little <laughs> okay. bit left.
2: When we were when we were communicating with Emily, and she was like, "Yep." So just to let you know, I've got the uh, the high pitch uh, Mosaic IPA, and I got the Circus Fest October Fest. I'm like, "Yeah, off to a good start." And she's like, "And then we've got the." Uh, Pink lemonade, session sour, and I was like, okay. And she's like, and then I've got a seven fifty of the double oak Flanders red, and I go, that one's, kick my ass. I just, <laughs> that one's gonna kick my ass. Like I will, I will try to push through the session sour, but that seven, that uh, that that double oak is really gonna kick me. The Flanders red just typically doesn't work well with me. This one's actually not bad. I think like, the I double like oak
1: it. is paying you favors on here.
2: Paying me favors. Yeah, helping okay. you get
1: through it. Yeah.
2: All,
3: all I know is that whenever someone says they don't typically like a style,
2: mm-hmm. but I
3: actually really like it or mm. I actually like it, that's a big compliment.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
3: For some it's reason, it's, it's it's people, always, it's always that one word that, that they actually like. They can't. Oh, it's
2: actually. the word actually. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> people can say all day, oh, it's not bad. I yeah. like it. You know, it's not bad. But when you say you actually like it, like yeah. you're taking the time out of the sentence you're yeah. composing to mm. say, this is good. Yeah. And this is really good. It is. I <laughs> actually like it.
1: Is this the first funk category beer that you're giving that plaque to?
2: Yes. Um,
3: you heard it here, folks.
2: Yeah, first. <laughs> the one,
3: the one and the only. The one and only. <laughs>
2: High yes, because yes. I've had a. I've, <laughs> I've had a couple of. Uh, I've had a couple of other funk beers. Um, some other sours, not necessarily tart, but like mm. funk beers. Yeah. Um, and then I've had some Flanders red that I, that typically doesn't agree with me, um, but this one I I don't think I drank half, but I probably drank a good third of it. I would probably say, more than of a what third. I got. Yeah. And I plan on finishing it. So. You that's know, a that's, compliment.
3: That's all I needed from
2: you, you know? But I Emily can... Emily has never steered me wrong, you know? <laughs> even though even though we don't have the entire history on this uh, episode, <laughs> Emily and I actually go historically way back, and she has never steered me wrong on beer. Could and you call
3: my husband and, and tell him that I've never steered you
0: wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I would love to do
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> but wh- I, I will admit, when we were emailing back and forth and she brought the beers that she said she was going to bring, I was like, tonight might be the night, but... Nope, you got worried. Not yet. She has not steered <laughs> me wrong yet.
1: <laughs> I think it's great. Um, closing thoughts on that one, Mitch. This one takes you through a nice little journey. Yeah. It's a it's a calm walk through the forest, is what I, how I'll call it. A it's calm really walk nice. Walk through the forest. Yeah. I
2: would I, if somebody offered this to me, I would drink it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would. I. You don't, actually like it. I actually <laughs> like it. I, I couldn't drink a whole bottle.
1: Oh, yeah. still That's... think
2: there's some Tums involved in it at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there have been way funkier and, like, sour, super weird beers that I've tried before that I just couldn't be able to get And I'll through. say this.
3: We have made those. I just <clears throat> didn't bring it.
2: Because okay. <laughs> she knows her audience in this case. Yes. This was,
3: like, my, like, mm, I'm not sure. But
0: I'm going to
2: test and see if this is something Richard's going to like. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> um Emily what's on the it, it, obviously you know some things you're allowed to talk about some things you're not allowed to talk about is there anything on the horizon for Highwire that might get us excited in terms of like new beers coming out I know we got a like, couple already
3: yeah, you got, yeah. A, you got a lot of like I did kinda, I got a lot kind of hints we, yeah. uh, we have that to. Uh, well right now is our Wicked Weed collaboration called mm. um, AVL Loves Y'all West yep. Coast IPA um, super solid I just had a tiny sip like for the first time like today mm. and it is tasting just delicious that's the
2: west coast that's right? the west coast yeah. and i'm
3: just so excited that it's a west coast nice.
2: <laughs> is that going to be distributed here as well or is yeah. it an Asheville it, only it's uh, all in tennessee okay
3: yep so you'll be able to find it and if it's not there um just go ahead and see if they can bring it in um you know miracles can happen yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh but then we are uh, after that our next collaboration with was with uh not dissolver uh, Burial, which I'm super pumped about. Yes. We have that gingerbread 10W40 coming out. Oh. Um, I, like I said. If there's you, so much. There's all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, I, like I said earlier tonight, if you miss a high wire specialty release, you can just wait a week and there will be something else. <laughs> nice. We're always trying to do something new, do something fun, keep it fresh, keep it funky. Because, you know, at the end of the day, people are always looking for the next big thing. Definitely. And we're trying to be that.
2: That's a plug right there. Hell yeah. That's great.
3: I am so much better at podcasts than I think. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm always so nervous right behind. It's like, cause, you know, I sound like a 12 year old.
0: <laughs> no, I don't think that's no. the case.
3: <laughs> and so it's like, what is this child doing no. talking about beer?
0: Now
2: I'm interested <laughs> to hear the post production to see what Emily sounds like on the microphone. Okay.
3: She needs just to go back to middle school. Go
2: back to middle and school.
3: S- pray a little. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> and no drinking beer for you. Yeah. Oh
1: my gosh. <laughs> good old uh, what is it? The uh, belt buckle of the, the South? belt buckle of <laughs> Tennessee, man.
2: The Bible belt of the, yeah. the, the belt buckle of the Bible belt. Uh, no, we I think we had a good time tonight. We ran through four beers. Yes. Uh, we started out with the Zirkus Fest, October Fest. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2016, (laughs) 2016 GABF, 2017 GABF, Uh, uh, 2016 GABF, really solid. Love it. And then moving from there, we went to the high pitch mosaic IPA, the 16 ounce tall boy, thick boy, so to speak. (laughs) Uh, And then from there, moved to the pink lemonade session sour, which surprisingly. Not surprisingly. That sounds bad. Actually. I actually <laughs> enjoyed. It <laughs> was really good. And then to the the big boy of them all, the 750-milliliter yeah. bottle of the double-oaked Flanders Red. I tried and to bring food. some
3: boys out tonight. You know? Yeah.
2: Hell yeah. You brought the heat, man. It was really good. Appreciate it. Mitch, any, any closing thoughts? High Wire is badass. Go
1: yeah. buy some. I especially want you to seek out both. The Oktoberfest, the lemonade, pink lemonade, their Mm -hmm. funks, and their IPAs. Fantastic. Yeah. Thanks. Any closing thoughts for you, Emily?
3: Just uh, help me pay my mortgage, y'all. It's a tough world out there.
2: It's a weird time right now. We need to be, (laughs) we need to help pay Emily's mortgage.
3: no 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 um Keep it was a beer. it was a pleasure being on this podcast mm. y'all are fantastic richard i was just so excited to catch up with you yeah um and you know it's it's always fun to talk about beer with mm-hmm. with like-minded people so yeah absolutely always appreciated
2: no thank you very much we can't thank you for for yeah. coming out tonight i know it was a little bit of a drive for you so no, it was a good time we had, I
3: actually like y'all so.
2: <laughs> well there you go <laughs> she actually likes us mitch <laughs> Woo! four great beers lots of good people Mm Over around here tonight. It was just a good time all around. It Couldn't have found a better way to end a week, so that's right. it was just a good time overall. Thank you, Emily. You've been awesome to us tonight. You've been amazing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Everybody, if you're not drinking beer, start drinking beer. If you are drinking beer, keep drinking beer. Shit, I've had too much beer tonight. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) If you've never had craft beer before, there's definitely a lot of the high wire selection that can get you started into your craft beer journey and move you all the way up to the funk beers. Mm -hmm. So keep drinking that craft beer, and we'll see you guys on the next episode. Cheers.